Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. When suddenly there came a sound of rush and mighty wind, the Holy Ghost began to be poured out upon all men. This is that. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to be with you tonight on this August 30th, 2020. If you are listening August 30th, 2020, we are live in the studios of KDIX AM radio station Dickinson, North Dakota. Also being picked up by Holy Ghost Radio internationally, and we're glad to have all of you that are listening. If you are listening tonight, you can text me, 701-290-7862. And several have texted already. We've got Lori out in South Hart listening. We've got Nathaniel listening in Park River, North Dakota. 
We've got Sister Brett's listening tonight up in Kildare. We've got uh, Carl and Jeannie listening in Michigan. We've got the Schulers listening in Grafton, Brother Rose in Kentucky, and Brother Griffith out in Great Falls, Montana so far. 29701-290-7862. Be very honored that you would text me and let me know that you're listening and tell me how you're listening. If you're listening here locally on the AM station or if you're listening on KDIX's website or on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. These programs are recorded and eventually loaded to a podcast. Brother Duran from Holy Ghost Radio contacted me this week and says, I need you to get more of those loaded up on for podcasts. And he said something about, I think he's going to start playing these on Mondays too, uh, the, the old, the oldies. And so, um, that, that's kind of neat. And I thank him for that. But the, um, anyway, Brother Duran, if you're listening tonight, I just got to have somebody help me figure out how to do it to, uh, put these on Dropbox. I'm pretty, tech savvy but i for some reason i just haven't figured out dropbox yet as i said earlier i pastor the new life pentecostal church in dickinson north dakota 501 elks drive right on interstate 94 a beautiful building it'll seat 500 people we still have still have room so you can come and visit us and um, we we are even during the pandemic we've been having good crowds in church and we certainly have had our share of some sick people, but uh, they've been kind of quarantining themselves and staying home if they're sick. And we've I've I've started the no handshaking thing again, and everybody's giving me a bad time. I'm, you know what, Pastor Bob's not really afraid of this virus at all, but I I really don't want to give it to anybody. I guess that's my idea. So, um, but anyway, we've got a younger congregation, and most of them are not afraid of this. But I do know it's real, and I and I I know that some of my friends. I just uh, was. Um, texting a, a pastor from down in Georgia that said that they their church has been hit with it and our, our one of our churches in Minot has been hit with this uh, and, and like I say our church has too but we we've been um, doing okay and I think everybody realizes it's a it's a flu virus we just got to get through it and that's kind of where we're at with this our next service is Wednesday night at 7 30 501 Elks Drive uh, we and I just want to say this. I'll probably say this a couple times throughout the broadcast. But next Sunday, which is the Labor Day weekend, we're only going to have one service on Sunday at eleven o'clock. And I'll try to repeat that a couple times during the broadcast. If you show up at ten o'clock for our first service, the Sunday school service, um, somebody will probably be there, but we won't be having service till eleven. Now, in the studio with me, I have somebody that's relatively famous to the. Tell it like it is radio audience because um, we play a lot of his music here, and it's the evangelist Bill Farron. He's here ministering in our church, and uh, just a tremendous, I felt led to have him come and, and be with us in, in Dickinson, and he's been here since last Tuesday and ministering in our church. He's been speaking Wednesday night, Friday morning to our men's Bible study. This morning he taught our adult Bible class and then preached in our worship service. And tonight he's kind of finishing this up with doing our radio show tonight. So, Brother Farron, we are so glad to have you. And um, why don't you just start out by telling us just a little bit about yourself and your wife and then just go right into what you want to talk about. Well, thank you, Pastor Bob. I really appreciate uh, you allowing me to be on uh, the Tell It Like It Is show tonight. And uh, uh, first of all, I want to say I really appreciate you. Uh, you know what? We've got a little technical difficulty here. For some reason, your mic is not picking up, but I'm not sure why. We're going to just try it again. Uh, we're, we're on live radio, but try a test on that. 
Test one. Nope, not working. All right, we're going to just hang on a second, folks. We're going to just switch this around. Praise the Lord. We're getting this. We're getting this taken care of. Uh, at any rate, I just wanted to uh, uh, say thank you, Pastor Bob, for allowing me to be on the air tonight. And uh, I want to uh, say uh, hello to my wife and my mother. They're in Saint or Saint Charles, Missouri, listening tonight. I uh, appreciate my wife and my mother. I'm thankful that uh, uh, that they both serve the Lord and that. Um, um, it's, it's a, it's a good life serving Jesus. And I, I, uh, my wife and I have been traveling around the, the United States and overseas for a little over 20 years now preaching, uh, the gospel. And my wife does a lot of singing, um, does altar calls for me and specials and different things like that. She's also the author of eight books at this point, has a few more, uh, in, uh, you know, kind of in the, in the works. And uh, she's a, a great author, and uh, I really appreciate her. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get into the Word of God here in just a minute, and uh, uh, allow uh, the Lord to speak to us tonight. I would say if there's somebody out in uh, the listening audience tonight that's uh, trying to find their way in life. Uh, let God speak to you tonight. Let him draw you close. Let the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and his word do a work in your life. We want uh, our, our desire is to help people uh, find their way to the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, God, he, he desires to do a great work in your life. He desires to help you out. But sometimes it just takes us to give in and let him help us. My uh, text is tonight is coming from uh, the book of Colossians, chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. And uh, verse 8 says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power in whom also ye are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, in the putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, uh, wherein also ye are risen with him through the, uh, uh, the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. He goes on to say, and being, and you being dead in your sins and trespass, your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, uh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And for a little while tonight, I want to talk about the puzzle of a puzzle of life and i want to talk about uh, specifically filling in the pieces of that puzzle uh today we want to give somebody uh some pieces of the puzzle of life 
what you need to realize, though, is they they won't help you if you don't put the pieces in your life to complete the puzzle. Millions of people today uh, are, are, are busy trying to piece together the puzzle of life. They try to fill in the pieces last night, maybe at a party or with a, 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 a new uh, partner in life. They might try to uh, fill in the puzzle of life with music. Some are starting a new job this week, and others will try to start a family or try to start another family. Some will try to fill in another piece of the puzzle with a, a new toy or a bigger home or a new car. In essence, they're looking for something to fill, uh, fulfill their lives that piece of the puzzle of life that will fulfill them or make them uh, what they think is complete. There are many puzzles in life, but most don't give you the answers to life. Some give hope uh, of, of pleasure, money, or fame. Some display beautiful pictures of what life promises only to fall short of what the pictures portray. What you need to remember is that every piece of the puzzle of life is a piece of truth. The devil has tried to mix many pieces of other puzzles into the puzzle of life, puzzles of pain and heartache, confusion and destruction, even deception. When you have the wrong pieces of puzzle in your puzzle box of life, uh, things that don't belong there, life can become frustrating and confusing, but God is not the author of confusion. But if you want to be able to complete the uh, uh, the, the pieces uh, of, of puzzle in your life, you must use the pieces that say truth on them. How would you like to be in jail this evening, maybe behind bars? You have to understand this. The, the wrong puzzle pieces can lead you very far in, in directions that are uh, not good. The, the puzzle pieces that God has for you of your life are going to lead you into places of peace. They're going to lead you into places of joy. They're going to lead you into places of contentment. And w- without Jesus, without the Holy Ghost in your life, without um, being baptized in Jesus' name, without re- living a repentant life, uh, those, uh, those, those pieces start to, uh, the devil starts to sneak other pieces into your life again, even once you're in church. So we have to be careful to use uh, the pieces that say truth. In the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32 Jesus said, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Proverbs 23 and 23 says, to buy the truth and sell it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. You see, people sometimes can receive truth of the word of God, but when it comes to listening to a pastor, listening to somebody that's trying to help them in the kingdom, uh, they struggle with receiving instruction. They want to try to do it all themselves, and it's kind of a very dangerous thing. The Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth sharpeneth the counsel of his friend. Uh, so as we look into truth tonight, uh, we look into the Word of God, we find pieces of the puzzle that will fit and will make your life come together. John seventeen seventeen says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Truth comes from the Word of God. However, you must put the puzzle pieces together properly. 
or the puzzle will never be right. Therefore, you must, as the Bible says, rightly divide the word of truth. I want to tell a real quick story uh, uh, right now and then maybe go into a song. Uh, there was a man when my wife and I were pastoring up in Maine uh, that was, he, he worked at a farmer's market. He would be there every weekend when we'd go, uh, had great produce, but uh, he didn't have Jesus. And we got to talking one day and he asked me what, what I did. And I told him that I was a pastor and had been an evangelist for years. And he very quickly said, well, let me ask you a question. He said, if God is so good, why is there so much pain in the world? I said, that's a really good question. And God quickened to my mind, and I asked him this question. I said, have you ever hurt anybody? He said, well, sure, everybody has. I said, right. I said, what you're, what you're missing is that the pain doesn't come from God. The pain comes from people hurting people. Uh, God's trying to help us. God's trying to draw us close to him. Uh, he wants to work all things together for good to them that love the Lord, to those that are called according to his purpose. I said, what you're doing is, is blaming God for what people do. And he went, oh, I never thought about that. I said, well, uh, that's really what it is. I serve a really good God. His name is Jesus, and uh, it would be really good for you to get to know him. I never uh, really had a chance to talk to him much after that. Uh, I, w- I guess it was not too far long after uh, that that we ended up moving, going back on the road evangelizing. But uh, uh, the man was searching for some pieces of the puzzle of his life, wondering why things were the way they were. And God put me in his path, I believe, to give him one more piece of puzzle, plant another seed in his mind to help him realize that uh, Jesus is a really good God. Pastor Bob? We're having a little technical difficulty, but it's working out, working out here. It's a good thing we're not on TV because right. we're having to kind of share a microphone here. We've got Evangelist Bill Farron here. I just want to give a shout-out to all the people texting. We've got some fans of yours down in Missouri listening, your wife, your mom's listening tonight. We've got, um, we've got Thor listening. We've got Tim in North Carolina listening, Thor from Dickinson here. We've got the Stoners listening. And that's their last name. They're not, I'm not trying to be derogatory. We've got, uh, uh, just, let's see, I'm missing some other people here. Uh, the Sobergs listening up in Harvey. Glad that they're listening. And tomorrow is Mark's Soberg's 60th birthday. Happy birthday. Not knowing where to turn Trials and troubles on every side As they search for what they yearn But they don't know that Jesus Came to fill the void Replace their fears with peace and joy The sting of death has been destroyed Tear down the walls Break the chains Sin to be free in Jesus' name. Tear down the walls, break the chains. 
said I am the way, the truth, the life. You can put your trust in me. Tear down the walls, break the chains to help the people bound by sin to be free in Jesus' name. Tear down the walls, break the chains to help. To be free in Jesus' name Well, Jesus is their answer Cause they don't understand All it takes to be free from sin Is just a touch from the Master's hand And when He steps into your life The timing will be right You'll dispel all the darkness You'll be standing in the This is Evangelist Bill Farron. I'm in uh, the studio with Pastor Bob Simons tonight. And uh, on the Tell It Like It Is show, we're thankful to be here. And uh, let's go ahead and get back into the puzzle of life. Mark 16, verses 15 through 20 says this, And he said unto them, speaking of Jesus, He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Jesus is telling them to preach about the gospel. He goes on to say, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Who are we talking about? We're talking about believers. It didn't say, and these signs shall follow some of them that believe. It says, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink up any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Just believing, what the scripture is saying is, just believing is not enough. He says, he that believeth and is baptized. The word and is a coordinating conjunction. It it ties in 
belief with baptism. What he's saying is, if you really believe the Word of God, you'll get baptized because that's what it tells you to do. Um, saying the uh, what is called the sinner's prayer does not save somebody. As a matter of fact, there's nothing in the Bible called the sinner's prayer. What are you saying, Brother Farron? I'm trying to move some puzzle pieces out of your life that that Jesus didn't put there. Um, we talked about uh, some things in the Word of God and uh, when we first read the Word of God tonight, and it, it talked about... Um, uh, Verse 8 said, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Uh, Saying the sinner's prayer uh, is just that. Many are sincere that say it, but saying the sinner's prayer does not save you. Uh, Saying the sinner's prayer is just a tradition of man. Accepting the Lord uh, as your personal Savior, uh, or, or just even repeating the words, uh, I accept you, Lord, as my personal Savior, uh, is, is uh, not what saves you. It's a good start, don't get me wrong. But the Bible also says that we need to be accepted by the Beloved. So I, I wouldn't worry so much about me accepting him as him accepting me, because if he doesn't accept me, I'm in trouble. uh, These are puzzle pieces that the devil throws into your puzzle of life to deceive you, to keep you from completing the puzzle of life. But there are things that the Word of God does tell us to do. Um, uh, Just a real quick question. When a man and a wife have children, uh, is it children that complete the puzzle of life? What if you're not able to have children? So that that can't be what completes the puzzle of life. Will a husband or a wife, finding a husband or a wife, fulfill the puzzle of life? What if you never get married? Are fame and fortune uh, the missing pieces to the puzzle of life? Think about it. Uh, Peter and Paul were not really wealthy uh fame uh, from uh they did have some fame though they had some fame from people who literally wanted to kill them for preaching the gospel they were well known well toys uh, uh, another toy another another house another car will that be the missing piece of the puzzle in your life these things are not what fulfill your life Luke twenty four forty five through 49 says this, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ, to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. When he said to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, you need to realize that that suffering was the death, and there was a rising from the dead the third day, which was the resurrection, and in between there was a burial. What are you saying, Brother Farron? We're talking about death, burial, and resurrection in verse Verse 46. And in verse 47, he says, And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. So here we have that, that, uh, 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 that death or repentance, because that's what repentance is. It's death to self. He talks about remission of sins, and the Bible says to be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Uh, uh, baptism in Jesus' name is not for a public confession of faith. It's for the remission of sins. And the Bible says baptism doth not also save us. What are you doing? I'm talking about 
filling in the missing pieces of puzzle in your life. You're never going to be complete until Jesus uh, uh, comes into your life the way he desires to, the way the Bible tells you that he should. Uh, that baptism needs to be in his name, in Jesus' name, among all, uh, among all nations. He, the Bible says, and you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. What is that? That's the gift of the Holy Ghost. He says, but tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high, the power of the Holy Ghost. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, uh, Paul is preaching, and he gets ready to declare the gospel, and we've already talked about the gospel a little bit tonight, but he begins to, he, he says, moreover, brethren, in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 1, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. So Paul is getting ready to declare something that he has already declared unto them. And he said, you have received it, and you are abiding in it to this day. They haven't veered from it. He says, by which, in verse 2, by which also ye are saved. What saves us? The gospel. What is it? It's uh, uh, what Paul or what Paul is getting ready to tell them. He says, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins. That's the death. He said, according, uh, died for, uh, uh, for, uh, for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, hallelujah, and that he rose again the third day according to scriptures. We have death, burial, and resurrection. What saves us? The gospel. Why? Because the gospel is how we identify with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. We follow him into death through repentance. We follow him into burial uh, through baptism in Jesus' name. And when we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, we rise up in the newness of life. If you uh, uh, take a look at the book of Romans chapter 6, the Bible says in verse 3, Know ye not that so many of us uh, uh, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. The newness of life is the infilling of the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's called a new birth. God wants us to be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Jesus spoke about being born again, and a lot of people talk about being born again, but they don't follow up in verse, uh, or in the book of John chapter 3, uh, two verses later, where Jesus says you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Being born again of the water is baptism in Jesus' name. Being born again of the Spirit is the filling of the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the new birth. The new birth is salvation. Peter said uh, in the book of Acts chapter 2 and 38, the first message that was preached to the New Testament church, he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call and with many other words did he testify and exhort saying save yourselves from this untoward generation 
Again, this was the first message preached to the New Testament church. The question would be, if this is the first uh, 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 message preached to the New Testament church, and after Peter says these things, he says something. He says, save yourselves from this untoward generation. If repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the gift of the Holy Ghost is not salvation, then why would he say, save yourselves from this untoward generation, when at that point they would know nothing else to do? Think about that for just a minute. God wants us to understand what salvation is all about. It's the new birth. It's the gospel. It's death, burial, and resurrection. It's identifying with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection through repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the gift of the Holy Ghost. Not only that, but it's repeated in Acts chapter 10. It's repeated in Acts chapter 19. Paul said, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. Mary was a tongue talker. Uh, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John received the Holy Ghost. The, uh, the disciples received the Holy Ghost. It's referred to later on in scriptures and in uh, the book of, uh, or in the Old Testament, it is also uh, 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 shown to us in types and shadows. And so as we look at these things, we realize that this is the gospel and this is salvation. This is how you put the puzzle of your life together. Because if Jesus is not leading and guiding your life, your puzzle is going to be a mess, folks. Hallelujah. Let me uh, let me just look at a few other scriptures here for a minute. First Peter 3, verse, uh, verses 18 through 21 says this, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. When he was put to death in the flesh, that was his death. He was quickened by the Spirit. The word quickened means to be made alive. So he was. So he he rose up in the newness of life. But in between there, there was a burial. He goes on to say in verse nineteen, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient. When once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. While the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water, he goes on to say the the like figure, which means corresponding antitype, whereunto even baptism doth now also save us. If you don't think that baptism saves you, you need to get into your Bible, because that's what the Bible says baptism is for. He says, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but an answer of a good conscience toward God, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 10, 1 through 3 says this, Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. What we're seeing is that in Noah's day, there was a typology of, of water that saved us. Uh, when we look at First uh, Corinthians 10 and 3, uh, uh, the writer of Corinthians looks back on Moses' day, and he says that they were baptized in the cloud and in the sea. The cloud is a type of spirit baptism. The sea is water baptism. And the Bible says and in verse 3, and did all eat the same spiritual meat. What's he saying? He's saying that there aren't 2,500 ways 
to be saved, there's one. They all ate the same spiritual meat. They all had to be saved the same way. Hallelujah. We're going to go into another song right now, and and, uh, I'm going to pass this over to uh, Pastor Bob. Hey everyone, Pastor Bob. Of course, you're listening to the Tell It Like It Is show. We've got a special guest in the studio, uh, Bill Farron, and we've been featuring his music tonight, and we are going to play another song by him called I'm Thankful. Uh, all you that are texting me, thanks so much. You can text. You can be part of this program, 701-290-7862. Peace be still. Gratitude is overtaking all my thoughts of despair. And the emptiness that once was, Lord, is now a place you fill. And I'm thankful for the faith you placed in me. That you are almighty Because when I'm weak Then I am made strong I'm thankful for the blood you shed for me When you died on Calvary Cause when I'm baptized It removes all my wrong I'm thankful I'm thankful When salvation was so near So at those times you don't feel like lifting your voice Remember that Jesus has purchased your choice The praises you offer can set captives free Because where Jesus is there will be liberty But if we do not praise you
And I uh, uh, hope you enjoyed uh, that song. We love to, to sing and play and thankful for God giving us the songs that he has. Uh, God's been really good to me. We're talking about the puzzle of life tonight. And uh, we're on the Tell It Like It Is show with Pastor Bob Simons. Uh, I, I really appreciate uh, Pastor Bob Simons. He's a very down-to-earth uh, uh, Bible teacher and preacher very um uh compassionate man if you're looking for a church in dickinson you need to check out uh uh the new life pentecostal church it's uh it's a wonderful place to uh come and grow in jesus christ it's a wonderful place to get baptized in jesus name it's a wonderful place to be filled with the gift of the holy ghost as a matter of fact there was a young lady today that uh we were praying with and uh just talked to her a little bit about receiving the holy ghost laid my hand on her head and it was probably 15 seconds later she just started speaking tongues clear as a bell and we're just uh thankful for that god is so good we want to uh, uh, talk a little more about this puzzle of, of life. So many people try to uh, put things together their own way in life. I know I was 28 years old when I first came to a One God Apostolic Church. Um, I had been searching. I, I searched in drugs. I searched searched in alcohol. I searched uh, in nightclubs. I played uh, the drums and in uh, bands. Uh, we even wrote songs uh, at that point in time, and um, they were songs that would leave most people uh, just as empty as uh, when they came into the bar as when they left. And uh, uh, it, it was just uh, it was a it was a a no end road. The the my, my puzzle uh, was falling apart. Uh, I had a lot of. Uh, pain in my life i i had a lot of struggles in life and i was very um depressed i was depressed i was trying to put life together my own way and uh, most of you uh, or many of you out there know that that doesn't work very well uh, my mother i remember said one time to me as i was uh, uh struggling in life she said bill she said why don't you ask god to show yourself to show himself to you in the little things in life she said 
he does big things all the time, uh, a, a lot, but he does these little things all day long. And I listened to her, and I didn't respond. And uh, uh, she'd asked me, she said, why don't you believe in God? I said, I don't know. I just I don't know if he exists or not. And after she had said that to me, she walked away. And she didn't even know uh, that I'd said this, but she no longer walked into her house. Uh, I, th- I think at the time she was living out in uh, Lake St. Louis. And as I stood there by the driveway, I said, all right, God, if you're real, prove it. In kind of an angry way. And it wasn't somewhere along the very next day that something happened. And I said, no, that's not God. And probably a little later on that day, something happened. And I said, nah, that can't be God. And the next day, in the next day, two or three days in a row, sometimes four or five times, I said, nah, that's not God. That can't be God. And I was was saying it with more of an intensity. And probably about the fourth or fifth day, I said, all right, God. So you're real. What do I do? And in the next, within the next six months or year, he led me to a one God apostolic church. I went down to an altar and I repented. Somebody came up to me that night and said, Bill, would you like to be baptized? My mind went back to the playground where I uh, grew up in grade school. I was in third grade. And I was standing there with a young man and a young lady my age. And the little boy said to the little girl, have you been baptized? And she said, oh, yeah, I have. And she asked the little boy, have you been baptized? And he says, yeah, I've been baptized. And they both looked at me and said, what about you, Bill? Have you been baptized? And I said, no. No, I I haven't been baptized. And something in me just sunk. I felt empty. And I knew right there and then in my life that something was missing. What was it? It was a piece to the puzzle. I knew something was missing. And I walked away from those two in a few minutes. And I never thought about it again until I was 28 years old and this young man after I'd been in the altar for 45 minutes or an hour weeping my eyes out because of the things I'd done wrong in life said Bill would you like to be baptized and my mind went right back to that playground hadn't thought about it since that day and I said oh yes I'd love to be baptized and this young man that that was that was asking me he said now you got to understand this we don't baptize in titles, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We baptize in the name of Jesus Christ because there's only one God. And I stopped and thought about it. Well, how many gods could there be? There's only, there can only be one. Uh, I said, one God, his name's Jesus. I got it. Let's do it. And I went down in the water that night, and I came up out of that water, and I felt so clean. 
I had a smile on my face I couldn't probably wipe off for a half hour or an hour after I came up out of that water, and I knew that it was real, that baptism in Jesus' name washed my sins away. And I'm so thankful for that today. It was a piece of the puzzle. A few weeks later, God filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He put another piece of that puzzle in my life. And he's been putting pieces of puzzle in my life, uh, 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 helping me to uh, uh, um, cultivate the fruit of the Spirit in my life, using me in the gifts of the Spirit, putting people in my life that are real friends and not just people who want to use me. It's, it's, a, it's a great life, and Jesus is a great uh, a very awesome God. I want to take us back to Colossians chapter 2, verses 8 and 13, where we started out. It says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Realize it says any man. There are all kinds of people in our lives that are trying to, at times, walk with God. But that doesn't mean they're full of the Holy Ghost. That doesn't mean they've been baptized in Jesus' name. They may be somewhere on their journey. And you say, well, you know, uh, 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 they're nice people. Good people don't go to heaven. People go to heaven that are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible says that uh, you have to, that God has to quicken your mortal body. That means make you alive. Before we are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, we are dead in our trespasses and sins. That's not a good thing, folks. He says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him, in Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised, listen to this, circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in the putting off of the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. What is that circumcision of Christ? Because Old Testament circumcision is not valid in the New Testament. The circumcision of Christ is this, verse 12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, that's being filled with the Holy Ghost, who hath raised him from the dead, and you being dead in your sins and uh, in your in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh he hath quickened or made alive together with him having forgiven you all trespasses what are you saying brother farron if you don't understand that god wants to put the pieces of your puzzle together you see life is like a billion piece puzzle it's really hard to get your puzzle pieces together without Jesus helping you, without uh, uh, knowing what the Word of God says. We try so many things to put into our, our puzzle, and, 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 and things uh, that we try from the world don't seem to work. We think that this piece is going to make our lives better, and that piece is going to make our lives better, and, and, and some new toy is going to make my life better. You know, uh, Huey Lewis uh, wrote a song called, I Want a New Drug, and, and it doesn't matter what drug you try, it's not going to uh, fit into your life and be something that's going to help you uh, completely your puzzle of life to make eternity your home. Jesus wants to help you do that. Uh, again, I want to encourage you that if you're around the Dickinson, North Dakota area, come to the New Life Pentecostal Church and taste and see that God is good.
Pastor Bob here. You've been listening to Evangelist Bill Farron. I'm going to bring him back at the end of the program to just pray for our listening audience, kind of a tradition we do here when we have a special speaker. Just want to uh, make some announcements, and I really am um, excited about what he spoke about. I I do believe that um, one of my favorite topics, we were talking about this in the studio before we went on air, is the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I love seeing the way that God leads people and shows us these pieces of the puzzle. Um, just um, Thor's listening tonight, um, um, a young man named Thor. He was just uh, telling, um, he's. I mean, it's a long story. He he died this week. He he really did. He, he um, aspirated on his floor. His wife um, did CPR. Um, he... Um, he was uh, when the when the uh, ambulance got there. He had no pulse, and um, and God mercifully saved him. And now he was in church this morning, and he told uh, Brother Farron. He said, he said, you prayed me, prayed with me when I received the Holy Ghost, and then I come back to church, and you're here this time. That that's just the timing of the Lord. And these God lays the pieces of the puzzle right out in front of us. There was a young man that had given his life to Jesus down in Florida that moved up to Dickinson and was going to college here. We taught him a Bible study. He saw Jesus' name, baptism, and he told me, he said, oh, I see how this works. He said, like, when I came and gave my life to Jesus and repented, that's like Algebra 101. And now, he said, being baptized in Jesus' name is like Algebra 201. I go, exactly. You know, God hands you these pieces, and you got to just fit them in there. And, and uh, he was baptized in Jesus' name. If you want to visit a church that preaches this Acts 238 message in this area, I'm going to give you some selections. Of course, in Dickinson, uh, the New Life Pentecostal Church, I'm the pastor, 501 Elks Drive, right on Interstate 94, right in the same parking lot as the Comfort Inn, very easy to find, used to be the Elks Building. And we own the top half of that. And that next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. Next Sunday, only one service at 11 because of the holiday. So there won't be the 10 o'clock service, just one service at 11 next Sunday. If you live in the Bowman area, and we have some people from Bowman listening tonight, the Stegners, um, the uh, Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 18 North Main, their next service is Thursday night at 7.30. And they uh, also have a Sunday morning service at 10.30. If you're out in Beach, we at the Beach Community Center on Tuesday nights at 7.30, we have a service. And um, not let, wanting to let the cat out of the bag, but we are working on buying a building in Beach and so that we'll be able to start holding Sunday services there, too. And that is coming together, I think, sooner than later. So I will keep you posted on that. And then if you're in the Beulah area... The uh, Truth Community Church, 223rd Street Northwest, their next service is Wednesday night at 7.30. And then uh, Sunday mornings, I believe at 10 o'clock, is their worship service. And so there's just different ways that you can be part of it. I, You know, I have kind of neglected to say who's all listening tonight or the ones that have told me they're listening, but uh, good to have Brother and Sister Gubrud from the Valley City area listening and just many of the others that are listening tonight. Glad that you're listening. Uh, we've got um, next Sunday night, Lord willing, I'll be back on the air with uh, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. But we had a uh, somebody request a song by Brother Farron off of this CD that he's got called The Captain, and the song is probably my favorite song. Uh, Selah or Sela is the name of the song, and uh, somebody from Great Falls, Montana requested that song. And I'm going to turn this over to Brother Farron, and he's going to pray for our listening audience, and then when he's done, we're going to finish out the program with that song. 
and uh, again, we appreciate everybody listening in, tuning in. Uh, if you're if you're uh, needing something in life, if you need another, uh, if you if you if you need something uh, in life to help you put the pieces of puzzle together, uh, this is what will turn things around for you and complete your puzzle. Let's pray tonight. Jesus, I thank you so much for everybody listening. I thank you, Lord, for your word. Your word is a, 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 a light and it's a lamp. It's, it's something that will lead us closer to you. Let your word, O oh God, that's been ministered tonight find a resting place in the hearts of people. Lord, let it give them hope. Let it give them a, a, a direction to uh, be able to turn to you in a greater way than they ever have before. Those that are listening, Lord, they've never been baptized in Jesus' name or filled with the Holy Ghost. Help them to taste and see how good you are. Help them to uh, allow you to uh, perform what you do in their lives when they're baptized in Jesus' name, that their sins would be remitted. Lord, that they would receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and the power to live an overcoming life. Lord, those of us that have help have already done this, help us to be a light to uh, our communities everywhere that we go. We thank you for all you do for us. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. The Lord will be returning very soon Maybe evening, morning, or at noon Not for the foolish virgins, but the wise then recompense the world for all their lies The born-again believers will sing their triumph song Say la, it might not be too long The Christians of all ages standing by for that trumpet in the sky And then the archangel will blow it loud And we'll all meet together in the clouds Even so come Lord Jesus Is what we ought to pray Say ah, he might just come today And trials for us to learn To cultivate a Christ-like attitude Be holy unto Jesus The bread of life, our food We'll hear the words Thou good and faithful servant enter in Say now, your rest will now begin Think about it before it gets too late You better say lock Cause when he comes back he won't wait You better count the cost There's one thing you can't buy Won't be no tickets sold on eBay When we fly Jesus 
is coming back, he's coming back real soon. Don't know just when it could be morning, night, or noon. Jesus is coming back as a thief in the night. Before he does, my friend, you better make things right. Above the clouds, we live on high. No more sickness, no more tears, we'll never have to die. The mystery of godliness is shown. The glory of the Father to us, he's been made known. Forever we will praise Jesus throughout eternity. Selah, well that's what it means to me. That's what it means to me. That's what it means to me. Well, that's what it means to me. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. 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 You better make things right. We just might leave tonight. You better get rid of your sin. Allow the Holy Ghost to come in. You better make things right. Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.